0: impact, and of course, income. Each week, I'm going to be bringing you human design and business in a way that you've never experienced it before. Let's dive in. Hey babes, welcome back to Align by Design. It is Amy Elizabeth, and we have something fresh for you guys. So excited. All right, before we get to that though, I just wanted to say thank you guys so much from the bottom of my heart, all my sincere gratitude and appreciation for your incredible messages and love and support and everything over the last week of sharing my story. And it's just so beautiful to see the impact that it's making on people's lives and the connection and and how many of you are going through a transformation of your own. So I'm sending you all the power, all the strength, and all the love, and all of the gratitude to all of you guys. So thank you. So what's happening is the gorgeous and talented and incredible Liz Coyles is taking over the podcast today. So she is interviewing one of the incredible women she's been working with for the last year or so. Electra and Electra is a projector. So we're going to hear all about her experience and her transformation over the last year and really aligning with her design and how her life, her energy and her business. She's a Pilates instructor body by Electra has just taken off. So I can't wait for you guys to hear this and just the magic that is made in coaching and through Liz's support. So sending you guys love enjoy, and talk to you guys
1: soon. Okay guys, welcome to today's episode of Align by Design. I am Liz Coyles and I am so excited to have a special guest on the episode today. We have my dear friend, Electra Formosa, who is a- Hello. (laughs) Electra is a 6'2 mental projector um, with a sounding board authority. So Electra, welcome to the podcast and why don't you just tell everyone a little bit about-
2: yourself Well, thank you so much for having me, Liz. I um, I love have loved like kind of working together this year, and I feel like this when you asked me to do this I was like yes, hundred <laughs> percent because I was you know have loved it. Um, well, I am thirty two, just as of this weekend.
1: Yes, happy um,
2: birthday! I uh, live in California now, in just kind of Malibu-ish area. And um, I used to work in fashion and television in London, but um, I now am, as of very recently, a Pilates studio owner. And I have been teaching Pilates here for two, I think like two and a half years now. Um, But yeah, I feel like I've had a lot of shifts, even just this year alone. Big shift. It's kind of.
1: Yeah. This year has been absolutely incredible and transformational for you. And, you know, I think for a lot of people this year, just with COVID, Mm -hmm. it has caused a lot of people to really look inward and question, what do I want? What do I desire? Um, You know, Electra had a wedding scheduled this summer in Barcelona that had to be pushed back. So a lot of big Um, life changes, but it's also offered you some amazing opportunities to really focus on what you desire in your career and really like plow ahead with that. And, and Electra is a friend of mine for, for six, over six years now. Mm -hmm. And we have been through (laughs) it all together in Los Angeles, the struggle, I mean, $5 to our name, splitting a hummus and a you know, happy hour because that was our (laughs) treat. Um, we've come a long way since Mm -hmm. then. So Electra being a projector and a mental projector, you have a ton of undefined centers. So a lot of absorbing and a lot of flow and a lot of conditioning. So first of all, just, just looking at your undefined G center and really that kind of requirement to surrender to what's happening next in your life and the changes in identity. And, you know, um, I'd love for you to explain to us a little bit more. I mean, when Electra says she worked in fashion, she was like a star on Disney TV styling (laughs) all the everybody, um, in London. So like major, major fashion career. Um, so tell us about kind of that transition from, you know, being on TV in London to having this dream to come to LA to ultimately owning a Pilates studio.
2: Yeah, it feels like literally, like, you know, when you feel like you live different lives, I feel like I've lived different lives that like, oh, that was like that period in my life that I was that person. I like feel like a different person from each thing, even though I definitely carry, you know, the same things with me, but I I am definitely not the person I was uh, even like five years ago. Um, I think Liz would even say that, like, Mm. definitely. Um, but in London, I, yeah, I like left school at 16, which in the UK at the time you could actually, that was, I'd <laughs> finished high school. Actually, did. That was okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I started working with a producer. My mom is a makeup artist. She was always in the industry and she basically kind of took me everywhere with her and I really got to grow up fast and see kind of the way the industry works. And I was fascinated by it. I love clothes and, um, yeah, I started working on, um, a TV show at the time called 10 years younger, which was like, now when I look back at it, it's so not me. It was a makeover show that did plastic surgery to transform people.
1: <laughs> so I have to understand in, in the six years I've known Electra. when I first met her, she would not wear pants. Okay. She only wore mini skirts or shorts that were showing off her gorgeous legs. And now she lives in, athleisure
2: So literally yeah. every day. <laughs> <gasps> yeah, I really like now I think well, it's just so not what I what but, but it got me like started. So I worked on a few different shows doing makeovers, that type of thing. Um and then I ended up when I was like I think I was 18 or 19, I think I was 19. Um, the production company I was working with said Disney are looking for a new fashion show. Would you be interested in hosting it? And kind of up to that point, I kept saying, oh, I really want to like be on camera. I want to like host, I want to do things. And they were like, you just literally look way too young. Like no one is going to take you seriously. And I was like, but I know what I'm talking about. i doing this for five years, four years. I like, I was going to get it. And um, so Disney felt like a really good option. And I did a show and then it was really successful. We did six seasons, including like kind of a spin-off show that we did. Yeah. And then from doing that, I started working with some Disney actors to style them. And then that kind of brought me to LA. Um, and I ended up spending two years where I literally tried to spend as much time in LA as I could. I would like, I spent all my money, like <laughs> very not smart, but it got me here. So I was like coming for like three months at a time, kind of working under the radar and then coming back. And then Eventually got a visa and I moved out here in, what year did you move, Liz? Um, 2015, but we met in 2014. 14. So I must have got a visa. Wait, did we get our visa the same year? I think you did. I
1: think you, I think you got yours at the end of 2014.
2: Right. I think
1: mine was early. That time. makes sense.
2: I'm not really, I, the time. One thing I will say is I'm terrible with dates and like year lining up. Nice. were no
1: chapters that was the electro that
2: didn't wear pants yeah. that was that phase the chapter yeah was in like a full look everywhere I went didn't own I had to like buy sneakers because I didn't own them I love
1: it you know Malibu will do that to you
2: yep and then but when I moved here it was really interesting because I always said to um friends of mine like even when I was kind of struggling here and I didn't really know kind of what and how I was gonna get through and like I wasn't getting jobs and I was going up for jobs and it was really hard I kept saying well I think I'm gonna meet someone and I'm gonna live in Malibu with him and I think we're gonna get married and think that's gonna be my life and I was like just said it all the time I don't know why by the way
1: Electra is a specific manifester so
2: that makes so much sense (laughs) yeah now I realize I literally manifested so yeah eventually Got a job here hosting um, on a show called Hollywire, which was kind of a YouTube channel, e-news style show that did red carpet. And um, I did a fashion show here. And in, in and around kind of six months before that, I met my now fiance, Sam. And um, I feel like me and you became really close around that same, well, we've probably been close for about a year then. Um, yeah
1: and I think you know something that that we both share going through these struggles, like we certainly our experiences mirrored each other in terms of kind of trying to make it quote unquote yeah. and by trying to make it, I just mean like trying to survive <laughs> in l a
2: eat, um, eat ourselves yeah Literally.
1: but but what I think that we we both share is this um you know we really both allow our desires to lead. First, like no matter what, as rough as it got, I always knew I wanted to be there. I wanted to stay there, and I let my my faith in the universe and my desire to build a life there kind of sustain my positivity and my faith that it was going to work
2: out until it yeah. just did. I definitely felt that hundred percent. And I, you know, having each, having you and having like us each other as a kind of a support system in that was huge, even at that time. But yeah, no, and then I eventually did Hollywire and then that was great. Worked on that for a couple years and then that got sold. Um, I made some great friends from that and like really grew and like found a groove in LA again, I felt like, and um, was able to like pay my own rent and all the things that was so hard at one point. And then right when me and my now fiance, he wasn't there, moved in together, I lost the, the company I worked at, got sold. That job went away and I was felt like I was like back in square one, even though we now live together. And I, I wasn't yet 30 then.
1: Mm -hmm. So So let's actually talk about that because as a profile, you know, the first 30 years of your life, you really are living with that third line in your profile. So a lot of, you know, quote unquote, trial and error, um, a lot of quote unquote mistakes, but, you know, just a lot of trying things and seeing how it works and and, and extracting the lessons from them. So how did you feel um, things started to shift for you
2: kind of around that time, around that 30 mark? I feel like turning 30, was a huge milestone even like I, obviously th- turning 30 is big for a lot of people like not being in your 20s anymore and all that but i was really excited to turn 30. i felt like it was like a new life almost i can't really explain it a new phase new thing i felt like all the good things were kind of coming even though i had a lot of good things to kind of like talk about at that point i had a partner that like i was really secure with my career was not in a place of any sort. I was really just kind of struggling. And after turning 30, I feel like I just tried to start getting a bit clearer. And I remember I would go for walks every day and listen to um, something like a Gabby Bernstein book or something about manifestation or just really trying to get clear. And I kept just saying like, show me some answers. And I think it's interesting that you, you told me, which obviously no. until we started like properly working together still till you started doing human design that my physical manifestation is a thing like I was just asking for things but I had no direction I was Mm. just going like show me the answers but like that's great but I needed more clarity I felt like yeah um and then I've always loved like Pilates I've loved it for years I used to do it in London on the mat And then I found this one studio out near me and I just really liked the way they taught. It was different to anything I'd done. And one day this late, one of the teachers just said to me, oh, we're doing a teacher training. I think you'd be great. Would you be interested? And it was one of those things I went home and I told Sam and he was like, yeah, I mean, like seems expensive. Like, do you really want to do that? Because he was like, wait, this is so different to anything you've ever wanted to do. And I, every single friend I said it to was like, "Oh my god, that's the best idea you've ever had." <laughs>
1: and so I guess it was for, for sure, you, knowing now that you're a sounding board authority and you really need to be bouncing these things off of other people, did exactly. you start to kind of like? I mean, looking back now, could you say you were starting to reach that point of clarity just from those conversations of like, "Oh, okay, I have to do this."
2: Exactly, one hundred percent. Like. Obviously, at that point, I didn't know that or I'd never even heard of human design as a concept. And now I think about it, it wasn't my partner that was the one that kind of gave me the answers. I feel like talking to lots of different people gave me those answers because I knew the right thing for me. I knew that I wanted to do it. But yeah, I did and trust that's
1: myself. what it is really with that sounding board, right? You're, you're using other people to bounce things off of not to get permission or to, um, you know, have them guide you in a certain direction. It's more for you just, just to talk that out so that you can internally feel, no, this is the right thing. Now I know this is the right thing to do.
2: Yeah. I've always feel like I've had a gut instinct and my mom always said, you're really bad at making decisions. So don't necessarily if I am, but I now realize from knowing that from you, from you, telling me that of like oh you need to sound this out and just hear it and then you'll make the decision
1: and then you'll get your clarity
2: yeah which is and what's
1: fascinating as well is your incarnation cross so you just you 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 know stumble apro- across pilates and you are like okay cool i'm gonna go in you like decide that's what you're doing and you know elektra is the the cross of healing which is all about like the love of the body and just being present in your body. And, you know, you you really are here to heal people through love. And that's kind of the contribution that you're here to make to the collective, which is amazing. And for anybody that follows Electra on Instagram, you really are about, you know, you're not about weight loss. You're not about like how to trim this. It's just about how to feel freaking amazing in your body.
2: Yeah, I like so believe that and I didn't really ever connect to that because I just did it myself for myself and I know when I feel out and what to get me back and that's what I want to teach people and I never really thought about that as a thing. I want people to feel really good because I feel like if you can feel good and all you're doing is giving, you're just going to be good to other people, right? I feel like um, mind and body is so deeply connected more than we realize. Like when I teach pilates, I constantly am saying like, think about the muscle that you're working, think about your placement of your shoulders, engage your core. Like I don't just mean like suck in your gut and like squeeze your butt. I mean like think about that muscle like wrapping and how it looks and like what it's doing. And and I think I found pilates really good because it was more meditative to me than like a yoga where I'm just kind of staying in a stretch and it's I found like that engagement gave me the meditative energy, I guess.
1: Yeah. And I mean, you're an incredible Pilates teacher, pretty much the only one I'll go to because um, I, I really feel that in your classes. And I feel like I walk away with this, you know, mind body relationship that's strengthening. It's not just that I feel like I'm getting stronger. I feel like in, in, in those poses as you're coaching us, I'm, I'm starting to really notice even, even on the drive home, I'll notice my posture. Okay. Is your yeah. back, is your, is your belly button? And like, it, it just, it sticks with me through the day because I'm awakening this relationship with my body. And it's really, really incredible.
2: Well, I love that you feel that way. Cause that's, that's literally what I want. <laughs> exactly. And I find it wild to think that like your incarnation crosses like your life's purpose, right? That's what it is.
1: Yeah, it's essentially what your energy is here to add
2: to the collective. Right. That makes, and it, that's wild to think that that is something that like, and I always, I've been like a vegetarian since I was a child. I've always thought about like, not in a like unhealthy, like I've thought about what I eat and whatever, in a way of just like, I want to nourish myself. I don't want to, and I, I listen, like I'm not restrictive in my opinion of what I eat. I eat pizza or I eat you know what ice cream I like. Do all the things, but I feel like I give myself what I need, and that's what feel like that's what I was meant to do. Like, yeah, I don't know. and also as a
1: projector, you know that's some. Like, projectors typically are quite sensitive to food. They can have the like, sensitivities with their skin. You know, they're just kind of more sensitive beings. Right. Um, because you guys are just you're sensitive. You're absorbing a lot. There's a lot of open centers going on there. Yeah. Um, So going back to, you know, that the reading that I did for you, I guess it would have been nine, 10 months ago. Yeah. Well, there's been major transformations for you and what I think is beautiful. And so in alignment with us, just kind of being on this path together is that, you know, you, you start getting very intrigued by human design. You're talking to me as one of your closest friends about your desire to, not really be at the studio anymore and how you're starting to dream bigger and, and me knowing that you're the sounding board authority. And so I know that like, you really need to be talking through these things. Um, you know, and at the same time I'm desiring to start coaching. So it was like, ah, okay, duh, let's start working together.
2: Like a seamless, like perfect alignment.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess first, let's go back to your reading before we kind of dive into, you know, the transformations that have taken place for you, but What did it feel like, if you can remember going back to just like really hearing that you're a projector, which did not shock me at all, but how did
2: that feel for you? Well, one thing I'll say is I listened to the recording while I was on my hike, my daily hike, which is like a really good place for me to like absorb information because I feel very like, if I'm at home and like, I'm not like someone who can like do the dishes and listen to something, like I just... It blanks, I can't really explain it, it doesn't go in. But I was in a place where I like really could absorb a lot of the information. Um, and honestly, so many, th- you know, when you're listening to something and I was like, oh my God, that's me. Oh my God, but how does she know this? Oh my God, like, things that you know about me. And it was almost like comical, but like that was the connection. It was like, oh, that makes sense. The biggest, one of the biggest initial things I feel like that I kind of instantly took away was definitely the sounding board thing because sometimes, I mean, I've talked to you at length about this with my uh, relationship. Sometimes us talking about things, I never get the result I want. And I almost come out of it feeling like, oh my God, am I not doing the right decision? But because I don't, he's not necessarily the right person for me to talk to about it. So having you that I could turn to and say like, what about this, this and this, you can just hear me in a different way, Mm -hmm. let me come to my own conclusion, or advise me, depending on the situation, but I feel like it's helped my relationship, because I feel like it's meant that I don't come with all these, like, just things that he doesn't need to, like, fuss over, like, he doesn't need to know that, like, I decided would I like paint my wall pink, green, or blue? Like he doesn't care. He's like, whatever the hell you want.
1: And that's what's so beautiful about, I think, understanding your partner's human design is that, you know, understanding, okay, Sam, Electra's fiance is a sacral generator. So for him, this decision-making it's quick. It's like, yes, no. What do we need to talk about? Right. And he doesn't understand human design. So he wouldn't necessarily understand Why you need to talk things out. Um, So, but you knowing that that's how he makes decisions can allow you to then show up in the relationship in a different way, which ease a lot of tension when it comes to decision making or talking Mm
2: -hmm. through. I literally remember you saying to me, like, as an example, like, when we order food, don't give him seven options. Give him, like, do you want Chinese food or do you want Thai food? Honestly, like, it sounds dumb, but, like, ordering dinner is one of our biggest arguments because we can't make a decision. <laughs> sure we- you're not alone in that argument. <laughs> but it's
1: true. Give a, give a, yeah. give a sacral a being a this or a that option. Yeah. Life is a lot easier. So that open-ended question is just too, right. too overwhelming.
2: Yeah I think that was a huge th- so definitely like the sounding board thing I found fascinating and it's just changed my th- thinking on like what I come to him for like obviously he's my number one so I come to him for a lot of things but like I just changed the narrative or like maybe I work something out a little bit more before I come to him with a thing or I just would change that energy towards how I operate with him which just helps 100% the relationship and then also one of the biggest things I took away was my Ability to f- work and how long my energy would last for. I can't explain how much I took that in. And I actually, when I re-listened today, in my head, you had said your maximum work day is like four to six hours. Like, or I think typically, two, yeah. typically, yeah. Typically, for projectors, four to six. You know, it depends. Then the rest of the time, you're not not working. You're like learning. You're growing. You're doing other things. And even recently obviously I'm in a completely different place than I was then of recently. I felt really burnt out in the time because I feel like my external time is doing a lot of other things and I'm trying to focus on trying to work out how I can get back to using the time effectively, if that makes any sense. And I feel like I really took that piece in to, to know that about myself.
1: That's amazing. And projectors really do like you guys do have the capability of being really efficient with your work, which is why you can bang it out in three, four hours and then spend the rest of that day, you know, self care rest, diving into something that you want to learn or just, just going about your day and and enjoying it. I also think it's incredible how, you know, I, I think that knowing you, you really kind of innately gave yourself permission to know when enough is enough, which is what a lot of projectors struggle with. Like, you know, Electra would just be on a Friday night. If we'd invite her, she'd just be like, no, no, I'm good. I'm going to stay home with my dog tonight. Um, and you always just did that for yourself though. So there's definitely, you know, you, uh, an element of you just kind of listening in, which is beautiful because that's a major, major, um, conditioning for projectors. And we actually just talked about this in in the masterclass I did this morning, but the other major conditioning for projectors is really finding the bravery to do things your way, like really understanding at a deep level that you're not designed to do things the way that the rest of the world does. So how can you shift to start making things work for you? And Mm -hmm. so, you know, going back to, really around COVID time, when you shifted from working in a studio to teaching all these classes online, you guys, Electra was doing how many classes a week? I mean, you were...
2: A amount, like four a day or something ridiculous.
1: So, and when when she's doing four a day, she's not teaching four a day. She is physically working out for four hours a day, six days a week. And (laughs) I remember being like, babe, we're going to hit burnout. And at one point you were just like, I don't think I can do it. And I'm like,
2: no. Yeah. My shoulder. And I was like, okay, that's it. That was the thing that like got me. I was like, I can't move.
1: Which is is beautiful because as much as that was a painful, you know, week and it's in recovery for you, it really did start to, um, you know, start that conversation for us of like, okay, you know, I think that like, let's look at financially because Electra basically started doing courses um, or teaching classes online through the studio. And then she started doing classes on Instagram and like blowing up. I mean, people love her teachings. And so at that point it was kind of this fork in the road of like, what do you want? And let's, let's stop, you know, Electra, God love her. (laughs) the undefined solar plexus that just has trouble with confrontation and and, you know so she just didn't want to let anyone down or potentially you know start a confrontation with the studio so it took her a minute to really step just step into that confidence of like I know that this is what I need and I'm Mm going to start doing things my way I really desire to build my own studio and it sounded crazy, like to to just in a COVID year when things are so uncertain to just like jump on it. But again, you were so specific and you spoke it out loud, and you know were able to start manifesting all of these opportunities for a, a studio to pop up for you,
2: and you know. Well, like, I honestly like I feel like we talked 15 times a day every day up until like it like was real like having you to like kind of hold my hand through it all and like even little things down to like we like would have a a zoom call or a facetime or we'd like you'd come out and we'd like sit and go through like how I was going to set up like my virtual side of things or like whatever all of that was like insanely helpful just because of that Of, like, just needing that sounding board. Like, I kind of know deep down, but like, if, if I haven't worked it through, I just feel overwhelmed by it all, and I can't, I just can't take a step. And I read an amazing book, which I think I sent you. And in the book, she said, Write your perfect day. That was like the biggest takeaway I took from it. And I think I told you to do it as well. I was like, Write your perfect day. Like, what does it look like? Like, nine to just end of the day. And I worked my perfect day and it was interesting because I've lived my perfect day now so many times, which is amazing, the best. But, the best, but it's that physical manifestation. That I didn't realize I needed to do. I needed to like literally say, I want to wake up in the morning. I want to have a coffee at my house. I want to like take my dog for a walk. I want to like slow morning. I want to come to the studio. I want to teach my classes. I wanted to do all those things and I now can do them, which is yeah." Me.
1: And that's, those are the the steps that you can start to take into your alignment of, you know, and really getting clear, what do I desire? What do I desire? You know, so when you're writing this dream day and you can desire it and and desire it as your highest self, like the highest vibe, Electra this is the day she's living and, and then there are certain things that you can do as yourself now that the highest vibe you is doing. You yourself now can take a slow morning or have that coffee or, you know, journal, take the time to do that or hike and listen to your podcast, whatever it is. And slowly, the more that you can really just, you know, own your energy type and use your strategy and your authority and let your desires lead you, the more that you can step closer and closer to all of that becoming a reality because you're creating the space for the universe to really just pop it in
2: to your reality right it's interesting even now so I obviously did the like super virtual then I've been doing the in person I think the other thing you said to me in that reading was like you working one-on-one with someone is going to be that's where your like most impact is going to be and the studio I have is pretty much private there's only two machines so maximum people i'm working with is two a lot of the time it's individuals and um because of covid that's obviously great so i don't have to like i you know we can keep everything really safe and i genuinely feel like i make the most impact when it's a one-on-one i really do i feel like um the person walks away feeling like always they're like oh my god that was way harder than it usually is Mm. Um, because you I just feel like that connection is, it's just, it's, I feel like I can easily connect. Wind
1: wind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's your aura, right? As a projector, you have this penetrating aura that can really go into the other, understand the other, understand what they need. Right. Them on a really deep level and then give them that, right. Kind of give them that guidance to, to give them what they need, which is so beautiful. And, and I think it's important to know too, that your, um, you know, you, you pivot as you go. So you're, you started doing online classes and privates, and you're starting to already today. We had a conversation before we recorded and you're like, you know, I'm going to have to stop doing as many online. It's just, it's exhausting me. But you know, what I think is beautiful about the awareness that understanding your human design gives you is that just that it's awareness, yeah. right? So now you're paying attention to how certain things make you feel. And if it's not working, I'm going to do things my way. I'm going to cut that out. And really preserve my energy so I can show up in the best way possible. And, you know, we've had many planning conversations about working smarter and not harder and how you really can scale your business. And it's just the beginning for you.
2: Um, Yeah, I feel that. I feel that so much. Even like I was like this morning when I was having this morning of feeling so exhausted and like the technology failed me and like, you know, just dumb things. I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to talk to Liz because I know I need to tell her all these things. <laughs> I know. I <Yeah. laughs> you know well, she's gonna have answers.
1: So what would you say, you know, having access to the quit coaching that we have, aside from our phone calls, you know, we we are voice noting and, and chatting all day. What do you think the Biggest takeaway from having that or, you know, the most um, advantageous part of having access to that has helped you kind of evolve over these last six,
2: seven months in such a rapid way? So I feel like there's kind of two parts for me. One of them is like having that like handhold feeling and like being able to use you as a sounding board to make some of the bigger decisions that feel scary or like just having kind of you be able to like listen and hear the elements that kind of help me have helped me make decisions that like i don't think i could have made on my own i don't know whether i would have the confidence to make on my own and then i also um would say not only like the sounding board but just the tools that you kind of gave me so like obviously i'm not going to call you every two seconds i mean i do call you every two seconds (laughs) when i'm not calling every two seconds the tools that you gave me just to say okay like Today, for example, I was feeling kind of burnt out this morning and I pushed through and I did the workout, but actually everything just failed on me. And what I should have done, come online, talk to talk to the people that like follow everything that I do and just said, like, you know what? I'm really sorry. I can't post any workouts this week. And like, I'm gonna give you something and I'm gonna nourish myself this week. And I but I know that from like the tools that you gave me. I should have just listened to that rather than push through and I feel like that I've got lots of little tools like that that you've given me along the ways that I come back to and even just having like the recording to come back to and go okay well okay what's that if I have a question about it I can call you and say I don't understand why um I'm feeling this way towards something and just knowing that oh maybe that's to do with your open spleen or your I want to say closed mind but that's not correct (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fine. But yeah, you know, you're undefined, yeah. right? All of that. Yeah, totally. yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like those tools, but also kind of like the handhold part of it without it being like, I'm still making the decisions. It's just the guidance, I guess. hundred percent. And
1: I invested in a coach this year myself too. And, and it's not a coincidence that I've have made leaps and bounds financially, emotionally, all of that. You know, I think investing in yourself is is one of the best things that you can do and having that
2: support system
1: truly can help you make those really big
2: leaps really quickly yeah because I think we invest in things like we invest in a car we invest in a house we invest in like fitness like if you invest like it's just another element like I believe in investing in like your health as part of something but like coaching is a huge part of your investment because that can go towards your business your financial status like like growing you as a with yourself, with your partner, with your definitely.
1: siblings, all the things.
2: Yeah, definitely. Right. I also, would say actually, that's one of the things I learned so much is like giving myself the emotional space. Like, so maybe not taking that call from a friend or a family member or something where I just don't have the space for it that day. Learning that I don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do I
1: need right now? What am I going to give yeah. myself right now? It has been, I mean, obviously you are one of my closest friends, but just being able to coach you over the last, you know, pretty much eight, seven, eight months and see all of the massive shifts. I mean, leaving the studio, manifesting your studio, getting everything going. If you guys could see this studio, you have to go follow Electra on Instagram because it's so beautiful um, and I really want to celebrate this month for you because we're coming to a month end mm-hmm. and this month, Electra brought in five times her typical monthly income, five yeah. freaking times.
2: Insane. I didn't know that was like, when we talked about it, you were like, what do you want to earn? What is it, What's the goal? And I was like, "This." And like the fact that that's real is mind blowing to me. And I feel like I didn't even, like, I didn't even try as in, I did try it. I implemented all the stuff, but, like, I didn't try. I wasn't, like, forcing. I wasn't out there, like, with my flag saying, come to the studio, you know? Yeah. I was just like, this is here.
1: You want to come? Yeah. It's amazing, too, because when yeah. I break it down, I was like, well, if you did, and I said, how much do you want to earn, and how many classes do you want to do? And when I broke it down, I showed her how many classes you had to do in a week to earn her, like, lofty goal, and she was like, oh, really? <laughs> Like, Oh my God, I can totally do that. I'm like Yes, you can, you know, and we're just going to keep building from here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just so proud of you and I'm so excited for you. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and sharing your, your chart and you know, your journey. And it's thank you. And can you please let everyone know where they can come catch a workout and just follow your studio. If you guys are in the Malibu area, mm-hmm. like, 12 out of 10 recommend i mean it is just the most it's like a cabin in the woods it is absolutely
2: gorgeous it really is gorgeous um so my instagram is at Electra formosa and then the studio is at balanced by electra so you can follow
1: okay. perfect we will tag all of that but thank you love you lots and i um, looking forward to continuing to just co-create
2: and expand with you thank you Alive by design.